0: Welcome back
1: to another edition of Broomsticks and Butterbeer. I'm Dan Rhino.
0: I'm Jessica Rhino.
1: And if you've been listening to it, to us week to week, it's been a little while since we've been around.
0: We've been gal- Well, I've been gallivanting around. You will you've
1: me. been gallivanting. I've did just one, been sick.
0: You did one gallivant.
1: Somewhat. It was a semi. It was a semi event. Semi I galloped, but Duh. I did advance Okay. We went to Las Vegas for my brother's wedding. We were in and out in less than forty-eight hours.
0: Yes, it was a quick trip. We did a lot, though. Yeah, I, mean, I guess like, so. We didn't like go to shows or do any of like those things, but I feel like we did a lot.
1: Apparently, there was a Harry Potter play there that we didn't see. So, potted pottery or something, something like that. Kelly said,
0: "Yeah, something like that."
1: Yeah, but I've been like feeling like garbage for like a month. And I still feel like garbage right now, as we speak.
0: But you just had a nap?
1: I did. I feel worse, I think.
0: I always feel worse after naps. I Naps are not good for me. My body doesn't know how to do that.
1: But I have been getting lots of emails, like asking if everything's okay.
0: <laughs> oh no, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, I put something on Facebook. Uh, about Sorry. a week ago. Um yeah, it's just me. Just I'm always sick and, and
0: I wasn't here.
1: I've been sick for like a month. Thought I had covid again, got but everything's been negative. I just been I just been very very sick and I've had a bad fibromyalgia flare up and I just I feel like garbage. Like total garbage. So we're starting off on a very positive note here. <laughs> Broomstick and, and butterbeer.
0: And happy Halloween!
1: And Happy Halloween, everybody, as we record this. So uh, we're gonna try to—I'm gonna say that we're gonna try to get back on track with these episodes, but I, let's be honest—it's not gonna happen. Maybe. No. I'm dying.
0: You're not dying.
1: <laughs> I'm dying before, right before your eyes, and you're and you're just underselling it like it's not a big deal.
0: You're fine. I'm fine. You'll be fine.
1: Well. Let's talk about uh, the chapter while I'm still on this on the planet.
0: Well, you could stick around like Mo- Moaning Myrtle and just keep you in the podcast.
1: Just hang out and watch dudes take baths.
0: <laughs> yeah, They're well, got kind of a little strange, which we'll
1: talk about in this uh, in this chapter here. So a nice uh, segue there. Before we talk about Moaning Myrtle, the uh, peeping tom voyeuristically. Spying on uh, teenage boys in the bathtub. Uh, let's talk about chapter 24. We talked about last time, which was Rita Skeeter's scoop. Rita Skeeter's big breaking news, Jess. Big breaking news piece in the Daily Prophet. The revelation that Hagrid is half giant. What? Yeah.
0: I thought we already knew this.
1: I thought everybody knew it, just by looking at him. Anybody with eyeballs.
0: Yeah, and I thought it was mentioned somewhere else in the story. Like, the first time Harry
1: saw him him
0: and was like, Man, this dude must be half giant. Like, I, I thought somebody said this.
1: Well, other than that shocking revelation, the main takeaway is that Rita Skeeter keeps finding out information and private conversations Even though she never seems to be seen by anyone So that's something to keep an eye on going forward Uh, The chapter closed with Hagrid giving a very impassioned speech to Harry About how very much they are alike How they shouldn't be defined by their families How they both felt like outsiders when they came to Hogwarts And Hagrid really, really, really wants Harry more so than ever to win this tournament uh, Harry still can't figure out the dragon egg and reluctantly decides to take Cedric's advice and take a bath with said egg
0: Bubble time
1: Chapter 25, what we're going to talk about today, the egg and the eye Harry really could have used a rolly cart or a tote bag of some sort yeah, in this chapter Yeah, I was
0: wondering why he didn't have a a bag like they have they have bags. It's like a grocery a, bag or something. It's a school. You, you you carry your books in a bag. Just put it in the bag.
1: One of those uh, bags that he ruined of Cedric's in the last chapter. Yeah. <laughs> something similar to that. So Harry's got he's got his egg, very big, awkward. You know, heavy a, a,
0: metal egg, unwieldy, no yeah. handle on it, no handle.
1: Uh, he's got the invisibility cloak. He's got the Marauder's map. He's got his flip-flops. He's got his snorkels, his loofah. He's got a uh, a lot of I, stuff that Yeah. I Jessica? don't.
0: I don't remember that part. I know we're reading two different editions, but I don't. Yeah, know. it was.
1: Mine was in the U.S. edition.
0: <laughs> oh. Okay.
1: He had a loofah. He had his uh, his shower cap. Rubber duck. His rubber ducky, little little glasses drawn on it. Mm, nice. Yeah, he could have used a little basket for all this stuff. But he's heading to the Prefect's bathroom. Bath- yeah,
0: bathroom. Bathroom.
1: Bathroom. They got a pretty nice bathroom.
0: Yeah. He said it might be worth being a Prefect. Like, it nah. might be worth it.
1: So, what was so special about it?
0: I don't like, know. white
1: marble everywhere. Well, we and... don't
0: know what the regular bathroom, like, we don't... Ever go to the regular kids bathroom And we hung out in the broken one mm-hmm. But We don't go in the regular bathroom So we don't really know what it's like But this would have white marble Which apparently others don't Because he he noted it um, It's been
1: very two opposite ends of the spectrum In our bathrooms here that yeah, we've, seen. we've
0: seen the best and the worst yeah. Nothing in between And I guess they don't have a giant Tub that's sunken into the floor uh, do they just have, like, regular clawfoot tubs in the regular bathroom? I don't know.
1: Okay, so I ask or Is it just
0: showers, like a big group shower, like in the high school gym?
1: I want to ask about this. Okay. So there's this enormous t- tub in the yes. middle of the bathroom. Yes. Number one, why is it so big?
0: So you can swim in it.
1: So it's not so big so multiple people can bathe in it at one time.
0: Yes, you can swim in it with your friends Naked Naked
1: <laughs> I just think it's kind of weird To have one enormous Bathtub Now I could see if it was like a bathtub You know like in an athletic room Or something They have like the, the ice bath or whatever That like one dude can get in after Or or one lady yeah. You know, Title IX and all that stuff <laughs> uh, You know, equality And athletics could could get in after a, a tough game or a tough workout or something, but this is an enormous bath with hundreds of spigots that apparently is encouraging multiple. Uh,
0: but there there are bubbles. You can't see anything.
1: Multiple nude students to to bathe together. Bubbles. To to soak in um in each other in each other's filth.
0: Maybe it's like the pool. You have you're supposed to rinse off before you get in. Okay. It, it's a, just a little and weird. And the water drains out and fills back up, so it's not like a po- even like a pool where it's like constantly. Because used. it's obviously
1: so big, because they want multiple people to be in it, and it obviously has multiple spigots because uh, they want multiple but, people to be in it. It's not it's not a one person like lu- luxury sized bath like soaking tub thing. situation. But there's
0: only so many prefects, so it's not like it's a. Party in there
1: I, I hope not Like if everybody Wants to like leave their trunks on And like use it as like a hot tub situation Like just kind of hang out in there Yeah. But that doesn't seem like What it's for
0: <laughs> Babies Europe is a little different over there
1: Hey and you know what as we record this is 2021 and you know I'm not judging anybody for whatever They want to do
0: they used to, like, olden times, it was community baths.
1: Maybe I'm just not made made of the right stock to have existed in olden times.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we know that the wizards are a little slow to catch up. So, And the castle's really old, so maybe it's like Yankee Stadium where they have the troughs.
1: Hmm... <laughs> uh, I think you. Th- uh, I don't think Yankee Stadium. Oh, not the Yankee tro- the yeah. the Cubs. Yeah, Wrigley Field. Wrigley Field. Has, Field. Has That's what troughs. I was thinking of. I think Kansas City still has the troughs too. When we went.
0: Really, there. I thought their stadium was newer.
1: No, no, Kansas City's actually. Uh, they've gone through some some renovations. They've yeah, uh, they got
0: but, some newer stuff.
1: Yeah, they're they're kind of on like on the old uh, edge. Yankee Stadium, the new Yankee Stadium's uh, fairly new. Wrigley is. Burial, like over a hundred years old,
0: like but, as old as Hogwarts.
1: Yeah, it's like it was built by, around the same time. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Wrigley Field actually used to used to house uh, the old uh, United States Wizarding uh, uh, School, and then they turned it into a baseball field. Oh. And they kept the troughs.
0: Huh. Where's the big community bathtubs
1: That. What do you think they used the troughs for?
0: Oh.
1: Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty gross. Pretty so, gross. yeah, I was just not sure about that. I think I thought that was a little weird. But uh, Harry can't figure out what uh, taking a bath with this egg is supposed to accomplish. So he just kind of splashes around in the tub for a little bit.
0: Yeah, he like swam and played with the bubbles.
1: And apparently all the spigots do something different.
0: Yeah. Different bubbles and scents. And aromas. And, and... Aromas and some like. Bounce on top of the water. The water doesn't go in right away. It bounces around, Mm -hmm. but it fills it up really quick. That'd be handy, like when we're trying to fill the pool in the summer. Mm -hmm. It only took a couple minutes to fill the whole thing up.
1: Yeah, and apparently, it's you know, thirty dudes can be in there at once, so it's pretty big. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We see we get the reappearance of someone we haven't seen in a while. Since we were brewing potions and broken down bathroom stalls.
0: Yeah, well, you, should, you know, she's gotta, gotta visit the nicer side of the tracks once in a while.
1: Uh, Moaning Myrtle shows up to stare at Harry taking a bath, and apparently this is just something she does. She watches boys take baths <laughs> yeah. from dark corners of the room.
0: He, he straight up asks her, and she's like, maybe, but you're the first one I've talked to.
1: <laughs> maybe.
0: But I don't normally talk to them. I just. Which is it? Hi. I don't, I don't know if that's worse or
1: better. Like like but like normally I just watch.
0: Ignorance <laughs> is bliss babe. Maybe you'd be okay with knowing that she's not there. Or thinking that she's not there.
1: And I like Then knowing
0: that she could be there.
1: Harry Harry said, "Well, you know, I don't have any clothes on underneath here, but he thinks that, you know, thankfully the the bubbles are so thick that you can't really see through and then there's a A moment where Myrtle was talking about when Cedric was in the bath. He was in there for a long time. Almost the bubbles had almost all dissipated. (laughs) I go, what is wrong with you? This is not okay. Babe, Cedric's a hottie. I'm not, I'm not discounting that. (laughs) And I'm not arguing against that fact. However, this is not okay. Whether you're alive or not, what? And I don't, and I don't mean to bring any, uh, I don't mean to upset Miss Myrtle at all. By
0: she's already upset. She I'm does, sure we said something.
1: Well, I just said that she was dead, and she doesn't like
0: <laughs> being reminded. That being she reminded she dead. of that. We also talk trash about her bathroom.
1: However, this is not okay. No matter alive or dead, no matter what age you are, are or were at the time of your passing, this is not acceptable behavior. Um uh Myrtle actually is a little bit of help here though she gives H- Harry a little bit of help with the egg issue
0: Tina aren't you glad she was there
1: mm. he tells <laughs> Harry to open the egg <laughs> underwater apparently because she saw Cedric do this
0: yeah
1: <laughs> okay <laughs> what? Uh. We got a little note. Uh, save my little spot here to see oh. what the what the egg says.
0: Oh, the egg.
1: Uh, so apparently the egg, when you open it underwater, instead of it just screaming bloody murder, it says, "Come seek us where our voices sound. We cannot sing above the ground. And while you're searching, ponder this: we've taken what you'll sorely miss. Apparently, your dignity <laughs> or your innocence, by." <laughs> Staring at you when you're in the bathtub An hour later you'll have to look And to recover what we took But past an hour the prospect's black Too late, it's gone, it won't come back So Harry surmises that he's going to have to go underwater for the next task That people are going to s- steal something from him That he's going to have to retrieve And Harry is also very worried because he's not a st- strong swimmer Is that pretty much...
0: Yeah, I thought it was or a little, to
1: gleam from here
0: a little odd that you know he's like oh I'm not a strong swimmer after he was just like doing laps in this tub yeah. I get that the tub and the lake are not the same thing but it just seemed like an odd thing to have him do and then try and claim he's not good at swimming
1: and i I guess they said he can so apparently this bath is pretty deep They said he can barely touch the bottom mm-hmm. but you know. He could if he needed to. You know, it's kind of like when somebody's in a situation and say, "Well, I can't swim." I like, well, stand up. You know, yeah. <laughs> like when you're in like a, a five foot pool or something like that, just stand up you're and you'll fine. be okay. Be okay. But I, you know, there. I guess there's when you know that there are limitations put on what you're swimming in versus being in a lake where you don't know where the bottom is or what's at the bottom I guess it's a different yeah. situation plus, different plus the the prospect that he's going to have to you know not just like doggy paddle or kind of tread water he's going to have to go underwater and do some exploring like Jacques Cousteau style
0: yeah he said that you know if the merpeople people took it it's probably on the very bottom so he's going to have to get to the very bottom
1: well, at least we figured out something We had to get uh, ogled by a, a ghost and
0: She closed her eyes
1: I think she did the thing where like She put her, her hand over her eyes But she still had like the little space In between her fingers where she could see
0: Well, she probably couldn't see very much What are you
1: saying? About,
0: about <laughs> I mean, if you do that Then you're very limited Oh, okay, I thought you, you were
1: see. I you were making a comment about poor Harry
0: your eyes are mostly covered and I'm You can only s- peek through the cracks okay. you can't see very much. I'm
1: going to stop there so and it's This kind is of a blurry. PG show And I don't want to go any further with yeah, you you are pushing you're the trying, line on this to, episode It's not us It's, it's M- JK Rowling and Moaning Myrtle Goodness With the inappropriateness And I think even uh, Snape says the D word in this chapter Oh yeah,
0: yeah I remember that So
1: it's not us no, this it's chapter. S- smut bo- it's this smut book that we're reading.
0: Well, as the books progress, we are getting older.
1: We are. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All of us are getting older. Us, the
0: characters, everyone is getting older. That's a. The maturity level is is going up.
1: Deep thoughts with Jessica Rhino. Uh, on Harry's way back to Gryffindor Tower, he notices. He notice notices.
0: Notices. He
1: notices. Something weird on the Marauder's map, doesn't he? Yes. What does he notice or notices?
0: <laughs> he notices that somebody is prowling around Snape's office.
1: And not just somebody. No. Bart Bartimus Crouch?
0: Bartimus Crouch? <laughs> Bart
1: Bar- Bartimius? <laughs> the way it's spelled. I think it's Bartimus, isn't it?
0: I don't know. I didn't pay a lot of attention. It looks like
1: Bartimius, but I think it's pronounced Bartimus. We'll have an intern look it up Or Kelly will call us and tell us we're wrong Or something like that uh, I don't
0: think she will I
1: think she will She's good about that But uh, Barnabas Crouch is on the map He's inside Snape's office And this is where Because Mr. Crouch has been too sick To show up for stuff But yet he's rummaging around uh, Maybe locked, he's locked looking offices. for
0: some cold medicine Hmm. Maybe he's going to brew himself some pepper up potion.
1: So this is where Harry's judgment is not the strongest. Instead of heading back to Gryffindor Tower to maybe consult with his friends.
0: Why would you Why would you say this?
1: You know, he he could take this information back to Hermione, who's very good at thinking things through and figuring out a plan, or he could send a, an owl to Sirius. Harry decides to, you know what? But it,
0: it wouldn't be complete information. He needs to go take a little peeksies and see what's going on.
1: Does he really, though?
0: He's Harry.
1: I don't know if he really does. Like, okay, let's say it is Mr. Crouch. He, Harry needs to figure this out. Like, is it, is it kind of none of his business?
0: <laughs> no, he's Harry Potter everything. Involves him
1: Okay Okay I'm going to turn into Draco here In a second <laughs> Oh the great Harry Potter Everything involves you Potter
0: And whatever's going on Snape will probably blame him for So at least if he could figure out what's going on First
1: Well Harry decides To investigate and to me This is actually Where the chapter gets really good Yeah because for half the chapter, we don't leave like a 10 square foot area the rest of the chapter. And you would think that that wouldn't lead to a lot of drama, but it's very stressful. It was, I was very stressed while reading <laughs> this. Um, it was a bit scary um, and very well described yeah. by the author. I thought that that the entire... There was so much happening in this little like 10 square foot area and the fact that it was it was so well described and you could actually see kind of everything in the visualization in your head and what was going on I thought that was it was very well done
0: that's saying something too because this I don't think any of this other than the bathroom scene I don't think any of this is in the in the movie mm-hmm not like this anyway So you are you are having to completely rely on your brain and imagination And her description to paint that picture
1: And I have to rely pretty much on my brain And uh, that description for 90% of the stuff Because I don't remember the majority of <laughs> the movies <laughs> Yeah, but it's in Other there than the big somewhere stuff. Well, Harry trips on the trick step that always seems to get Neville
0: because he wasn't paying attention. No,
1: wasn't paying attention, and he had so much stuff.
0: So much stuff. If he just had a bag,
1: mm-hmm. this wouldn't have been an issue. If he had a bag, or if he would have just gone back to Gryffindor Tower. But I digress. Harry <laughs> drops the egg. the The egg hits every step on the way down. <laughs> Loudly. <laughs> they said like a bass drum. It hits literally every step on the on the way down. The egg opens up, screams bloody murder. The Marauders map flies out of Harry's reach, and Harry is trapped on the steps, still under the, invi- in, 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 under the invisibility cloak. It's almost as bad as things could have gone.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: Like, almost, like, the only thing could have been worse if, like, the invisibility cloak got caught on a nail or something, and got pulled back, and he was. Uh, well, he did,
0: it did come off for a little bit, but he was. It was close enough for him to grab it and mm-hmm. put it back on
1: So it was almost as bad as it could have been And things are going to get worse here in a second Because Filch and Mrs. Norris show up They find the egg Fortunately for Harry They think that it's Peeves Yes Making all this ruckus and making all the noise And that not only that Peeves is Throwing things down the stairs again Which is apparently a thing he does
0: and he's P- a Peeves thing. is
1: throwing things again but now they think that Peeves has stolen one of the champion's golden eggs.
0: Stealing from the children! <laughs> the children! Like, he cares about the children. But he thinks that's the thing that will push Dumbledore over the edge. And, and finally kick Peeves out.
1: Yeah, kick Peeves out. Can't, I mean, couldn't the ghost just get right back in, though? <laughs> mm. <laughs> 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 roll, roll <raggy. laughs>
0: Can't get into Snape's office.
1: That's what Snape says. Oh, there's no way Peeves could have gotten into my office, but a child could have. <laughs> but
0: a child could have. <laughs> children but Harry in, Potter. Children
1: are in there all the time, rummaging through my cabinets. <laughs> I'm like, really? Well, you're a bad teacher, then. <laughs> like, like, you're a bad wizard if you can't keep a child out. You know, I... I I don't know. I, I, some of that stuff that Snape says, I think, is, is him just kind of panicking because he doesn't want people... There's several times in this chapter where Snape doesn't want people to know that there's that there was somebody in his office.
0: Yeah, that was something he was rather keep to himself. Because first he says only a wizard could get in, and he kind of says it like, A rather powerful, knows what he's doing wizard could break that spell and get in my office. And then later, he kind of backtracks and is like, oh, well, no, lots of people get in there. It's fine. It's no big deal. (laughs) Everybody
1: everybody just goes in there whenever they want. They grab what they want. They take what they want. It's fine. You want to brew something up? You know. Old Snapey's open for business. There's nothing important in there anyway. I'm the cool teacher that gives alcohol to the kids. (laughs) What? (laughs) Old old Snapey's door is always open. Grab whatever you want, I we're think, on the honor system here I
0: think you went too far the other way there He's <laughs> gonna get in trouble for something else
1: Yep uh, Well, let's talk about that uh, Things get worse when Snape shows up But Snape was investigating the noise for a different reason
0: Yeah, he heard the screeching from the egg and the banging And it was just like, yeah, that was this piece I got it, I got this under control and the like, no, but I went by my office and saw that the door was open and several cabinets were open and somebody had been in there.
1: And he said, well, that couldn't have been. And Snape said, well, that couldn't have been Peeves. Peeves yes. couldn't have gotten in my office. Yeah, they were. But a low-level child wizard could have.
0: <laughs> no, he doesn't say that until later. <laughs> no, it was funny, though, that moment, because they were both talking about different things, but trying to catch each other up to speed. It was like, her banging. Yeah, it's Peeves. No, it, was, it wasn't Peeves it was because
1: a, I had to read it three or four times to make to make sure that I read it right because it was a little it didn't they didn't do like the Snape said uh, Yeah, it's reply back and forth. But usually, I mean
0: like rapid fire back and forth.
1: That took me Nobody ever taught me that in school that when you have a line of dialogue and then another and then it starts a new line right underneath it and then a new line right underneath it. That it's two people going back and forth. Nobody ever taught taught that to me. That's something that I found out like later, like much later in life. Mm-hmm. Like I'm thinking, like in college when I was reading one one of those horrible novels that I was forced to read in a, in a literature class that are, that are super boring. I, that, that, that's a, that's a text feature in fiction that. And
0: then you probably didn't care to figure out what it meant. You were just like, this I just, doesn't I make like, sense. I like, this book moving. is the
1: worst.
0: This, this is so dumb.
1: <laughs> I don't care. But yes, that is, you know, and that's something that, that I taught to my students years later when I became a teacher because nobody had ever taught it to me. Mm-hmm. And there are times when that comes up in, when I was teaching fourth grade and fourth grade books. And they were like, "Mr. Rhino, who's talking here?" And it was a good teachable moment to be able to. And and they usually only do that because the only way I think it, that text feature can work is if you have two people. Because if you have three people, then there's no way to keep track of who of who's talking. But what we're talking about is is in this chapter they'll have a line of dialogue that that I think Filch says first, and all you have is the quotation marks around the what. He says. It doesn't say he replied. Filch replied. Anything like that. And then instead of continuing on that same line. They will abruptly go to a new line. It's like you're hitting the enter button on your keyboard. Or on your typewriter. And going to the next line. And then there will be a new quoted line. And then that's supposed to be where Snape starts talking. And then you hit the enter button again. And then there's a new quoted line. Uh, it's got to be around like Four, six, page 465
0: Oh our pages are completely different somewhat. Um, But if you also notice She also has the little dashes there The end dash So it's also telling you that she's They're cutting each other off They're not even finishing mm-hmm. the sentence There's no uh, punctuation at the end So
1: I'm on page 469 in my book where, where do you
0: 395 know? Wow <laughs> yeah, it's way I different. thought we were off
1: by like 2 or 3 pages We're off <laughs> by about 100 pages
0: <laughs> Very different Okay
1: yeah, so we have. Uh, yes, Professor, that was the egg. So you know that that's Filch talking because he's saying Professor. Mm-hmm. And then Snapes. It's almost like they're kind of. They got like the, the, the. What'd you call them? Like
0: the. The, the tri- M dash. Yeah, is, the M dash. So they're not finishing their sentence. They're, they're cutting like, it off.
1: Yeah, they're kind of almost talking over each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, or
0: maybe even kind of talking at the same time, you know. Right. So yeah, it's that's the
1: impression that I kinda got.
0: Of course, Snape snapped. I heard banging and wailing and he was gonna continue. Yes,
1: Professor, that was the egg.
0: I was coming to investigate through it, Professor (laughs) So yeah, I think the banging and wailing I was coming to investigate is actually all one sentence, but we had to throw in what he was interrupting with. And when I passed by my office I saw the torches were lit and the cupboard doors were ajar. So it's all really one sentence for Professor Snape. But he mm-hmm. she's just showing you that they're talking over each other.
1: Right. Which I which was well done, which but I I kind of I kind of f- think that maybe a younger reader would 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 struggle with would that. Struggle with it. And would maybe need, you know, to go to older brother, older sister, mom or dad and kind of uh, who's talking here and it's it's done correctly, but it is it is a higher level reading skill that I was never taught in any level of education that I had, and and the only reason I learned it is by accident, is by by re- reading enough books to where I've eventually kind of figured it out that that was. Uh,
0: like a back and forth dialogue.
1: Right, that that right, that, that was, that that was a, a tool that a writer could use. Do you it, ever write like that when you, when yeah. you
0: write? Yeah, because it slows it down if you have to say... It wouldn't make sense. Like I said, when she's saying it, Snape is saying one long line and he either just keeps getting interrupted or they're talking over each other or whatever. It wouldn't make sense to say... And it would slow everything down to be like Snape said. But then he interrupted, and then he said, continued, and then he said, and then he, you know. Yeah, I guess it I, would slow everything down. I
1: guess so, but I guess I, I kind of like the he interrupted, he concluded, he surmised, you know, stuff like and that.
0: And that works some of the time, but when you're trying to do that rapid,
1: I guess you're just on a whole nother level of writing than <laughs> I am. So I don't know what to tell you. But I'm faster than you, so <laughs> in a foot race, so oh. <laughs> we, we've 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 all like,
0: in typing and no, reading. What are we? What? Uh, yes probably not. Yes.
1: Well, in typing, yes, I, yes. Th- I think I would. You're yes. way faster than me. In typing, uh, but yes, in a foot race, I could kick your butt. So,
0: um, you so don't... you're a better writer
1: than I am, but I could totally kick your butt. Even sick right now, I think I could kick your butt. I would yeah. probably pull something though. All my muscles are like super tight. Like, like everything hurts right now. So I would probably like blow out an ACL or something, but I would win.
0: <laughs> Anything for the win. Anything
1: for the win. <laughs> Third or nothing. Third or nothing.
0: Third or nothing. Third or nothing. That's if
1: if it was you, me, and Nightwing. Yeah, I was gonna racing. say my
0: dog's faster than you, so.
1: <laughs> it's like when when I go jogging with him, and I hate jogging. It's the worst. It's the war. I mean, I know it's healthy for you, but
0: but at what cost? God, at
1: what cost? <laughs> um, when I go, I, the only reason I go is because he loves it so much. And then he's he'll kind of be dragging back a little bit. I go, all right. Well, I think I'm doing pretty good. And then I'll speed up a little bit. And then he hits another gear that I didn't realize he had. And then the next thing you know, it's a Marmaduke situation. <laughs> <laughs> where I'm flying down the street He
0: was like, oh, yeah, you wanna go faster? <laughs> okay
1: Alright, uh What?
0: <laughs>
1: uh, so things get worse, like you say, when Snape shows up Snape had been investigating the noise For a different reason uh, We kinda got a Goldilocks situation Where someone's been rummaging through Snape's stuff <laughs> uh, who's been eating my potions?
0: <laughs> <laughs> who's been throwing this egg? Uh,
1: yeah like you said, Snape doesn't let on to Filch that that is why he's out and about in the middle of the night. It kind of slips out in that back-and-forth conversation that somebody had been rummaging around in his oh, office. see,
0: I thought he was fine with that. Like, he's he was fine with him knowing.
1: It, it, seemed, it seemed like a little reluctant to me. I didn't he
0: backtracked until later.
1: It seemed a little reluctant to me. It seemed like he didn't want anybody to know. But that it kind of slipped out When he was talking to Be- It kind of slipped out because Filch was convinced That it was Peeves And Snape was like No, it couldn't have been Peeves Because whoever it was got into my office Oop. <laughs> And Peeves couldn't have got into my office So then once it kind of slipped out He's like Okay, well Filch knows now I'm. I guess I need to kind of go with it but then when Mad Eye Moody shows up, the plot really thickens. And Moody can, we know that Moody can see through invisibility cloaks, and we know Moody has a soft spot for Harry and doesn't think much of Snape. And Filch kind of lets it slip that Snape mentioned that someone was in his office, and Snape is n- not cool with Moody yeah, like, knowing sh- this. Sh- sh- so why, why would Snape not want Moody to know this?
0: I don't, well, they've never really gotten along. We've you just had... don't want him in his business or? Yeah. Because he,
1: he's like, be cool, man, be cool! <laughs> be cool! Dang, baby, be cool! <laughs> I,
0: don't,
1: I don't know why he's so, like, I mean,
0: and also... if it is,
1: if it is, he always, Snape always thinks it's Harry. And, if, if there is somebody, maybe if it is Potter, you know, wouldn't he want more people to know so that there'd be a better chance of Harry getting in trouble? I don't know.
0: Um. Well, I... See, we kind of went at it from different directions, though, because I read it that he was cool with sharing that information, just not with Moody. So I didn't think he really clammed up about the somebody in his office until moody showed up and then i kind of felt like well they don't really like each other they think that mad eye's crazy some people do and <laughs> you you know, mean anybody
1: who has eyes that can <laughs> see him
0: and yeah and then there's also kind of i kind of felt like you know he is part of the staff this year but i kind of felt like He's not really part of the crew, part of the staff. He's like an outsider. So like he doesn't need to know our business. Kind I think of thing.
1: anybody who's defense against the dark arts teacher
0: needs to be kept out of the loop.
1: Yeah, because <laughs> you ain't gonna be around for very long. Yeah.
0: You don't need to know our dirty laundry. You're a
1: temp you're a temp here. Yeah, basically. Like
0: So I you, kinda also looked at it that way. You're not way. getting
1: a gift at the office Christmas party.
0: That he was an outsider and he didn't really need to know. Nobody's going to be your secret
1: Santa because you're probably not going to be around by the time Christmas gets here.
0: But I think Snape saw the advantage of the staff working together to solve his little mystery, but the not.
1: The staff.
0: Not this intruder. The
1: staff working together. Well, uh, Moody knows Harry's in a pickle here and really bails him out. Yeah. I mean. <laughs>
0: Like I said, this isn't really in the movie, so I don't really remember this. So it, you know, it was like reading it again. We're going to have squeaking again in a second. Oh, nope. He got a rope. He's going to chew on the,
1: the rope. That'd be great. Well, we're almost done here anyway. Yeah.
0: You can get a squeak toy out in a little bit.
1: Well, Moody, like you said, he knows Harry's there.
0: Yep. Sees right through him. And
1: Harry's even kind of having a little conversation. It's- with him with with Moody. I keep saying him like I need to work on my pronouns here, but Harry's kind of mouthing words to Moody, uh, especially when I think Snape spots the the parchment, the map.
0: Well, he points it out first. Mm -hmm. Moody does. He's like, "You dropped something." Oh yeah. I don't know if it's like a distraction technique or what, but (laughs) then Harry's like, "No, dude, it's mine." Be cool, man. (laughs) Back to the be cool. Everybody's
1: got. Everybody's being cool. Nobody's (laughs) being cool. (laughs)
0: So then he, Accio, Parchment, and zips it over to him. Moody. Actually, I'm doing it too. Mm -hmm. Accio, Parchment, zips it over to him. He's like, oh yeah, I forgot. That's mine. I dropped it Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. I thought it
1: was yours. Turns out it was mine.
0: Knew it all along. Um, But, you know, he's crazy, so nobody thinks this is weird.
1: And this is, I mean, like I said, uh, Moody really bails Harry out. You know, puts Snape and Filch off the scent. Puts... Miss Norris literally off the scent. <laughs> and Moody really saves Harry's bacon here. And Snape and let's not forget that Snape is a hundred percent sure that Harry is on those things.
0: Yeah, once he sees the <laughs> parchment and the egg, he it all clicks together and he's like I've seen that paper before. It's insulted me. And uh that egg It's all Potters. Mm -hmm. He's here somewhere. He has an invisibility cloak. He's here somewhere. He starts reaching out and looking for him. And Moody really turns it around. Pulls some mind games. Mm -hmm. Turns it around on him and is like, why are you so interested? Why are you so suspicious of Harry? Somebody's out to get him. Could it be you?
1: Yeah. Dumbledore has given me free reign to figure out why somebody is so obsessed with Harry and hurting Harry and you seem to all—you seem to have a, a weird a thing about this A Grudge about boy. him, yeah. yeah.
0: Always blaming him, always picking on him. Hmm. And that kind of shuts Snape up, and he leaves. Well, he, he says Dumbledore trusts me, and he. What does Moody say? Something about some stains don't come off, or some st- smudges don't come off. So I'm
1: gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring that up at the at the end here, because there's 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 three lines, or three, two lines, and I think one action that that Moody does that I think really caught my eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we do that, Moody ends up with the map at yes. the end of the chapter. And I thought it was very interesting that Moody wants to borrow the map. He, he's very enthralled by it. He's very entranced by it. It is a very powerful, although it's used for, you know, mischief, Mm -hmm. literally, often. It is a very powerful tool, a magical tool and magical artifact that any wizard would love to have.
0: Mm-hmm. right well especially i mean if you had somebody on the staff that had it they would be very easy to keep track of everybody mm-hmm. and comings and goings um you know if dumbledore had it that i mean he might be a little too busy to just sit there and stare at it but you know what i mean he could put somebody in charge of watching the map and seeing if there's any nefarious names that pop up um but you know, defense against the dark arts teacher. Like, oh the Dark Lord is here. And Aura, who who's tasked with tracking down unsavory characters.
1: Yeah, and they can just Might. be sipping their coffee and like, oh, there he is. He's over there. I'll just go over there and get him. Exactly. That's where that's where he's hiding.
0: <laughs> and he seemed very, very, very interested. Like he brought it up, so did you see who was in the office? Mm-hmm. He was very interested and then
1: Yeah, Harry Ends up telling Mad Eye Moody that.
0: We got some unlikely team ups in this. Yeah, a lot.
1: It's a lot of. It's a lot of team ups. Yeah, it's a lot of, uh, uh, odd couple type situations we got here. It makes some weird buddy cop movies.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) I like to see the, the Filch, uh, Snape, Mrs. Norris, uh, (laughs) buddy cop movie. Bad cop, bad cop. Baddest cop
0: Well and then They get paired together And they hate each other At first And then they
1: Yeah by the end By By the end end, They realize there's Some good in there
0: Yeah Yeah. (laughs) They're tight
1: Not in Snape But (laughs) Or in Felch, But Mrs. Norris Turns out to be Pretty good
0: Yeah Yeah Misunderstood
1: (laughs) But then turns out That she's a cat And all cats are evil (laughs) I'm a dog person What can I say uh, a couple of lines by Moody, and uh, so going back to what you said a second ago, uh, Moody references in relation to Snape. He references second chances. So when Snape says that, well, Dumbledore trusts me, and Moody says, well, Dumbledore is a trusting person. He he believes in giving people second chances. So that leads us to believe that there's something in Snape's past that was less than ideal.
0: You, you have seen him, right? Yeah. This is like a half-giant issue yeah. situation. Like, like, this dude was evil! <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> and then there's a line about sometimes there are spots that never come off. And that is the time that Snape clutches his left forearm, like, shakingly with his right hand. And then there's a line later that Moody says to Harry, and he says, if there's one thing I hate, it's a Death Eater who walked free. Now, he could be, you know, mentioning... He could be referencing Karkarov, mm-hmm. who is a Death Eater who walked free.
0: Who has also had some strange conversations but with it's, people.
1: But it's kind of odd that Moody would say these other lines about Snape, and then this third line... About somebody totally different
0: Could be pretty odd
1: So there's Making me think there's some kind of Connection here between Snape having an unsavory past Snape having Some kind of mm, What do you you call it? A spot That he can't quite uh, uh, Conceal And then uh, Something to do with with Death Eaters We know that Snape was uh, uh, Congregating with a Death Eater A couple, uh, a former Death Eater A couple chapters ago When he was mm-hmm. caught with Karkroff. So something to keep our eyes on uh, Moody also mentions that Harry Would be a good Auror someday Has Uh Well like I said I love this scene At the end of the chapter I thought it was very well written I,
0: I- like the last line when Harry said that he's thinking about becoming an aura and then he's like ah, maybe I need to meet a couple and see how many scars they have.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, do they are they do they all look like they've been through a wood chipper like this guy does? Like maybe, maybe. there's maybe there's some devilish, devilishly handsome like James Bond type ones yeah. that have just like, you know, I
0: have to do some research. <laughs>
1: that have been through some stuff but have, you know, before
0: I make a decision.
1: You know, are are still uh, you know, still have their Charming good looks
0: And all of their appendages
1: Yeah, and all their nose and, yeah. and everything uh, I, Like I said, I could visualize this in my head I could feel the terror that Harry must have had been feeling When he was uh, really trapped in no man's land on those stairs I thought uh, J.K. Rowling did a really good job with this Anything else you want to add about the chapter here? Then we do have an email
0: mm, No, I think we covered it
1: our email, sent to us at broomsticks.butterbeer at gmail.com. You can always send your emails. We'll give you a shout out on the air. Comes from Aaron in New York.
0: Hey, Aaron, Are you neighbors with Kelly?
1: I don't It just says New York. I don't know if it's New York State or New York City.
0: Um Or, like, literally next door to Kelly. It could be. Yeah, I think so. I think they live in the same building.
1: Somebody moved in because they heard about her on the podcast, and now they're stalking her. <gasps>
0: No, I think just, they could be friends
1: Stay vigilant, Posh
0: <laughs> if, if there's a dog that barks in your building That's probably Posh
1: Hi, Dan and Jess My question is simple, but the answer may not be <gasps> Who would win in a duel between Harry and Hermione?
0: Harry Why? Because Hermione probably would probably overthink everything Hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on. I read about this one spell this one time. Uh, Okay. <laughs> I mean, she does. <laughs> she, that's not exactly fair. She does think quickly in a lot of the situations. But I think she would also overthink where he's more just go with his gut.
1: Now, are you basing, like, what Harry versus Hermione time frame are we talking about here you're talking about like as we're reading this book right now like in the middle of the goblet of fire because yeah harry is we don't know we don't really know how good harry is right now because until he's tested we think that he's kind of like still learning this stuff and uh, all this magic stuff still very new to him and then he goes out and he you know, does really well in the Triwizard Tournament Which is should be like the hardest uh, Task for Wizards, uh, advanced Level uh, Wizards that are in school But then Hermione Is like the top student mm-hmm. You know, so If you looked at their Grades, you would think that Hermione would be the advanced one At this point in their Uh Wizarddom,
0: yeah, but good grades and book stuff doesn't all really translate. So, a duel I would think of more of like an athletic event,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like a sporting thing. So, yeah, you do have to know a degree of skills to duel, like a degree of you know certain amounts of spells and what would work good and against each other, and but. I don't think that's really what Hermione's focusing on we you're talking about her academic stuff. She's learning, like, everything she can possibly learn, including, like, the whole entire history of Hogwarts. That's not really going to help her in a duel. Really? If
1: I may say something about the student rebellion of 1922.
0: <laughs> yeah, not going to help the her. The student
1: walkout of 1922.
0: But obviously, by the end of the books, she is quite competent and and confident in herself that she can you know battle and protect herself and her friends and everything and there's more than one occasion where she's pulled out some spell the boys didn't even know existed and saved their butts but i just think i like i'm saying i think of the duel like a sporting competition
1: okay so harry wins that uh what about hermione versus ron
0: 90.
1: Okay. Uh Ron versus Neville.
0: <laughs> uh Ron. Okay. Again, that depends on where you're at in the books, but yeah, Ron. <laughs> um
1: uh, Fred versus George.
0: It would never end. It would <laughs> just it, it would go on forever.
1: Like a like a pro wrestler, or they would just
0: like knock each other out at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) They both go down. Okay,
1: all right. Well, thank you, Aaron, for the email. It's always always fun. Well, what about
0: you? What do you think?
1: Oh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know anything. I don't know. I don't know anything. Um, Harry always wins, doesn't he? He always wins. Yeah. (laughs) Like. Every, every task that's been put before him He wins, so of course he's going to win Yeah, but his friends
0: help him a lot
1: Yeah, Harry always wins You have uh, Something like uh, hey, I don't have favorites, but Harry is
0: No, you all know I don't pick
1: favorites, but Harry He is my favorite There you go <laughs> <laughs> uh, Send us your emails broom at gmail.com uh, Follow what we've been Steadily gaining followers on Facebook and Twitter Uh, Twitter is at BroomsticksB Uh, She is Jess, J-E-S-S-R-Y-N-O on Twitter I'm Dan Rhino, D-A-N-R-Y-N-O on Twitter And the podcast is Broomsticks and Butterbeer Available on all podcast platforms We thank you for downloading, listening, and subscribing Anything you want to send the people home with?
0: Happy Halloween, only they won't be listening to this on Halloween.
1: No, you won't be. Well, so. we're, we're recording. We're very spookily Woo! recording this. It's
0: our special Halloween
1: oh.
0: episode. Actually, we already took all the Halloween decorations. Took the down. Halloween decorations down! <laughs> what a very tonight.
1: evil thing to do. <laughs> on Halloween the evilest of nights. Were you expecting Halloween decorations? You come to the Rhino house. There are none. But no it, decorations to be But
0: had. it will be dark.
1: Very evil of you, Jessica.
0: <laughs> I just didn't want anybody thinking we were here. So, and so I took all the no, Halloween No, we're decorations going to gra- we're taking
1: the dogs to grandma's house. Yes. She says she's making bacon, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what are you going to be for Halloween, Daniel?
1: Uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe Chase from Paw Patrol Or yeah. uh, Bugs Bunny from Space Jam Something something easy
0: We're leaving in like an hour Yeah, i figure it out <laughs>
1: <laughs> Be cool, baby Okay, be cool <laughs> And uh, all you guys be cool Until next time, I'm Dan Rhino I'm just Rhino We'll see you then Bye